0: Welcome to SCNH Group's now to next podcast. Today's topic is an exciting one as SCNH Group was recently named one of Inc's best workplaces. More than 1800 companies vied for honors in the publication's third annual Best Workplaces Survey, touting employee selected benefits, creative vacation policies, opportunities for employee ownership and endless options to give back to the community at the corporate level. That said, SCNH Group is ecstatic to be one of 300 companies selected. I am here today with Sarah Sedlak, who will be leading the conversation to unfold with our CEO, Ron Causey, director of our audit practice, Mike Young, and director in our contract compliance audit group, Patrick Gehagen. And on that note, I'll let you go ahead and get started, Sarah. We're thrilled with this honor. We're thrilled with this award. I think it's incredibly well-deserved. And we want to talk a little bit with uh, these leaders in our firm about how we got to this point and uh, the value that our employees have found working here and where we're going. Um, one of the things that was interesting to me about this award was the key themes that, that emerged when Inc. Magazine was interviewing firms for, for the award. Um, the first being company culture. Strong company culture is, is breeding excellent results. And I can't think of anybody better to talk to about SCNH's company culture than our founder and CEO, Ron Kazi. So, Ron, talk to us a little bit about when you founded the firm. what Did you have this culture in mind, and and from the get-go, how have you how did you establish it, and how have you maintained it?
1: Sure, thanks, Sarah. Well, I, I believe that we always thought we had a a vision of a different kind of firm. And that was um, one where we actually really, truly cared about the people. Uh, We also, when we started, knew that we needed to take care of the clients because we had none to begin with and we had none for the first two or three months. And if we were to effectively compete in the marketplace, we knew that we had to take care of them as well and first and foremost. So so it really all started with that original vision, which was really, I mean, we came from a national firm, great firm, great people, um, but it was a little different as it related to the quality of life Type of issues and we thought we could build a better model where we really truly took care of the folks Um,
0: that's interesting i mean a lot of companies talk in the game about culture how do you know how do you know that you're doing the right thing and employees are are engaged and and everyone's in alignment as 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 companies grown i i feel like it was probably difficult to to maintain that that culture that you started with so
1: how do you know that you have success? Yeah, um, good question. Uh, it's it's requires ongoing maintenance, and it's different. When we first started, we were three people. Then we were five and fifteen. And when you're fifteen, you could all be around in the same room together. We're all developing each other, and communication just kind of flows naturally because you're all together. As you evolve, as you get bigger, it becomes it becomes different and more challenging but I think if you maintain a focus you can still maintain those wonderful kinds of cultural aspects of what we've been able to create but it just comes in a different form so it it really evolves around communication how do we we have a firm meeting we talk about who we are quarterly we try to communicate other ways whether it's happy hours whether it's a firm trip so all of these things uh, it just requires absolute attention. And you also have to know that it's different. Probably the most important thing we did was we have a culture committee. And the culture committee is tasked with making sure that we maintain this culture. So we are focused on it. And I think as long as you remain focused on it, I'm not saying that it is perfect, but I think when you're focused on it and have really bright young folks that are really trying to, again, maintain that culture, that it can happen.
0: Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about the clients Um, and you you joke that we didn't have any for a couple of months that certainly is not an issue at this point Um, but I think serving clients is is obviously one of the most important things that we do and and we do it well so how do you instill that how did you instill that at the beginning and and how are we still maintaining that top tier level of service today
1: well uh, it When you have no clients, and when you get your first one, and when you understand that um, people's houses are on the line, uh, it's it's funny how in tune with how important client service is from the inception of the firm. So we were very focused on it because we needed, frankly, the money. And if we weren't that focused in a very competitive world, which it is, we were not gonna win. Um, no one, there was very few people that knew who we were. So if we couldn't differentiate ourselves, and I guess probably that leads into really the easiest way to think about us as a clients, colleagues, community, those are our pillars. And those are the things that we try to focus on. And we focus on them each and every day in meaningful ways. Uh, and ultimately we believe we're doing a good job. We are focused on it, but how does one test that back to your question? And, and we've, surveyed our clients, for example. We've used Net Promoter Score, which is a nationally recognized way to survey your clients. We scored an 84. The only thing I don't like about that score is it sounds like a B when it's really an A+++. Accounting firms on average score 31. Uh, We have won, so that's the client side. Colleague side, we've measured that by surveying our clients and we've won numerous awards. And again, Inc. Magazine, is just the latest example of that, but we've won many other awards. We've been selected as the number one CPA consulting firm in the entire country to work for. So we're very proud of that. So again, we measure what we're doing. Uh, Community service, we measure that in the form of each one of our employees on average donates 27 hours a year to community service type activities. That's a big number. there was an article with IBM a few years ago that I saw where they were committing about nine hours per employee per year. So we're doing three times that. And and so that's, so again, you have to measure it, you have to monitor it and you have to have some ideas and and listen to people about how that
0: Well, I think all of these, those three elements, they sort of feed into each other, right? So you have engaged employees who are happy working here because they're in touch with the community and they're in touch with the firm's values, so they do a better job of serving clients. The clients feel that love, and, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. All the three of them feed to each other.
1: Sure, it, it is all interrelated. This is, not, this is by design. So we don't work our people to death because if we don't work them to death, they're happy. Happy people are more productive, more efficient, and they provide better service than our clients love. And they stay and our turnovers are lower. So all of these things are intertwined and it's very it's it's very intentional.
0: That's good. I, I think as an employee here I feel it. So that actually is, is an interesting say. I wanna I wanna talk to Mike a little bit about your experience here because short of Ron, you've probably been at S C N H the longest. Um, what have you seen in terms of evolution in culture, and, and how have we managed to stay true to the course over all of these years, particularly with the rapid growth that we've experienced?
2: You know, Ron's right. When, we, when I started the firm, I think there we were about 13 or 15 employees, and we would have all fit around the conference room. And we did on a regular basis, we would have uh, weekly meetings to talk about what was going on within the firm, and we focused a lot on our business development efforts. Um, Now with um, 270 employees, we don't have a conference room table quite large enough to seat us all. And so, as Ron said, we try to uh, basically maintain the culture by having it trickle down from the leaders of the firm. Uh, The leaders of the firm constantly stress uh, the importance of maintaining a very positive employee-centric, client-centric culture. Throughout the organization, it's done in a number of ways, but it's mainly just walking the talk, um, you know. And so, when we're looking at, uh, for example, in the police, when we're looking at chargeability reports and overtime reports, we're not looking at overtime to make sure our people are working enough overtime. Mm-hmm. We're making sure our employees aren't working too much overtime because we do want to maintain um, a good um, balance between work and and personal lives. Because happy. Client, happy employees uh, provide superior client service, which results in happy clients. And so we continue to focus on that. And on the client side, you know, the focus has always been uh, to be not only very responsive to our clients to their needs, but to be proactive. And so we're constantly looking for ways in which we can add value to uh, our relationship with the clients and help them improve um, the success of their businesses. And we do that regardless of the type of service we're uh, providing, whether it be tax compliance and consulting, whether it be a financial statement of audit, whether it be risk management. We're always trying to go above and beyond just delivering the compliance services or the consulting services, looking for other opportunities to add value to those relationships, and therefore further strengthen, you know, um, our ties to the to that client.
0: What about over the years? Have you can you pinpoint any key milestones or moments or turning points that you thought this is a big moment? This is a big moment for CNH, and I think. I see great things going forward or you know I see I see a shift in where we're going
2: well probably one of the most important decisions we've made since I've joined the firm is we decided to implement an ESOP back in 2006 um, and at that point in time we basically sold 30% of the company stock to the ESOP so that all of our employees employees are owners of the business. And the reason we did that is because one, we wanted to continue to foster um, the ownership mentality uh, of our employees in our business. And we had done that in a number of ways prior to implementing the ESOP through various um, incentive programs where employees shared in the success of the firm. But as owners of the firm, they, they, there's a direct benefit to them as a result of the continued success of the firm. The other reason we did that is um, Ron and myself and several of the other owners of the business are all similar age. At some point in time, you know, we're going to exit the business. And what you see is um, other firms in that situation are almost forced to sell to a larger firm so that they don't saddle the next generation of employees and leaders with these unfunded retirement or or buyout liabilities. By implementing the ESOP, we have now eliminated that, and so it basically ensures that there'll be continued um, continuity of ownership, meaning our employees will continue to own this firm indefinitely. And in fact, um, we did the initial ESOP transaction in 2006. ESOP gained some additional ownership as some of our um, former shareholders left the firm. And then in 2016, we did another transaction where the ESOP purchased the remaining shares uh, from the individual shareholders, and so now we are a hundred percent ESOP-owned company, uh, which is providing uh, significant benefits to our employees above and beyond their compensation that they receive through salary bonuses, and above and beyond what they get through the four hundred one k plan.
0: Well, I can tell you as an employee, we we are grateful, and we. We like this setup. I think we all feel value here um, and see the importance of this and the stability that it brings to the firm. So, um, and it doesn't sound like this is a pretty a co- very common scenario for the way businesses are run. So, we're lucky to be here.
2: It's not all that common with all businesses. It's extremely uncommon with public accounting firms. I'm not aware of any other public accounting firms that are 100 percent ESOP. There is a very small number of public accounting firms that have sold a. A minority of their shares um, to, to the ESOP plan. So I think we are um, very unique um, in the ESOP ownership structure that we have.
0: Okay, well that's, that's good to know. Um, and I think an interesting time to talk to one of these next generation of leaders that, that you mentioned when you're describing the ESOP. So Patrick, you have been here since 2002, started as an intern and are now a director in the risk management practice. Um, it's a good story, and obviously, the employee engagement element of the firm culture is working. Tell us a little bit about your story and the entrepreneurial culture that has helped you grow in your career here.
3: Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, when I when I first was introduced to SNH a long time ago, I was immediately attracted to the culture here, and the the thing that really stood out for me um, listening to Ron talk about when he when he founded the firm over 27 years ago and, and not having any clients in and the, the amount when we when we did get clients and now we have thousands of clients but 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 at the time when we, we didn't have any and when we first got them the amount that we cherished those clients and we're really focused and to see that that we still have that same focus and we still cherish those clients in the same way that's so important it's a you know it's a day one mentality and and the the entrepreneur Spirit that we have here, and the the way that we reward initiative and responsibility. I mean, it, it it's it's something that you can that you can feel. And even when I was very young and still in college, I could see that, and it, it was different from other professional service firms. So I was immediately attracted to that. And having joined the team and and progressed my career, it, it really when Ron talked about the three C's, I mean that's. That's why I enjoy working here. I mean, we are a professional services firm. We have to be client focused. If you're not client focused, you're not going to be successful. So you have to be. And in order to to successfully deliver those services, you have to take care of the team members that are doing that work. And so that's where, you know, having a good work environment and, and colleagues is so important. And guess what, if you are client focused and you're taking care of your colleagues, you're gonna be super successful. And we have been, and that's why we think it's so important to give back to the community and and that's supported, not just in terms of time and money, but encouraging folks to be on boards and participate. And when I when I look at collectively what some of the employees here are involved in, I mean, it, it really blows me away, the, the various organizations. I mean, we are, you know, all of the major charities in this area, people are a part of and and a big part of their success. So it's cool. I mean, this community has given so much to us and, you know, we, we need to give back to it and, and I'm proud to be a part of a team that does that. From a, you know, from a, how is that, progression been you know from from an intern to a director i mean it's been a series of of challenges and adventures and and one of the things that i really like about our culture is we're always focused on helping people develop develop their skills and take on more responsibility so even even as an intern people were helping me learn the skills that i needed to be a successful full-time staff And when I was a full-time staff, people were focused on helping me develop the skills I needed to be a successful supervisor. And as my career started to advance, I quickly learned that I had to be doing the same thing. So I had to be helping, you know, as a staff person, I had to help interns learn how to be a successful staff person. And as a supervisor, I had to learn how to help staff people be successful supervisors. And so a whole lot of my time was helping people learn how to do my job. And what I learned is, once I was able to do that, it freed up my time so that I could learn how to do the things that the people I reported to were doing. And basically, I've just been continuing to do that for the last 17 years. You know, so now I'm doing my best to to learn the things that Ron and Mike are doing, and at the same time, work with people on my team to help to help them learn the things that I'm doing, so that we can all continue to advance. And you know, I think if we keep doing that as a team. The potential to continue doing really impressive work is is unlimited.
0: I think that's a great. I think it's a great way of describing the the environment of the leadership of this firm. Mike, you you brought this up yourself that it has to start at the top and trickle down. And I think the way you describe that of making sure you take the time to pass on not just the technical knowledge but the culture uh, to, to, to the younger folks, to the people coming up the ranks is, is how we will continue to grow and but maintain this important culture that that has helped us be so successful. Um, So I guess my last question is how do we keep going? You know, talk to me around a little bit about what's next? How are we gonna gonna win this award next year and and continue to do better?
1: Uh, It's keep trying, keep trying to improve. I think one of our finest qualities over the years is we're never satisfied. So we're not satisfied. So it's great that we won a training award, best place a couple years ago for training. Number one, we're not satisfied in any way, shape or form with training. We've talked about career development and then ultimately do we have a career development coordinator and, as opposed to the way we're doing it right now and we're, where we're laser focused. We are laser focused now, but how can we get better in doing each and everything that we do? Um, and look, it's just it's a challenge, but it's also what makes work interesting and fun. Um, we look at There are a lot of challenges the accounting industry faces and some people call them challenges that scare them. Uh, We view them as opportunities. We've always embraced the entrepreneurial spirit. We've always embraced starting new service lines. We've always embraced what are the biggest needs that we're seeing that our clients are facing in in the world and marketplace today? And what can we do that's within the context of what we can do with a CPA consulting firm? What can we do to help solve those biggest problems? It's great that we do audit and tax work, but and we're really, really good at it, by the way, um, and better than everyone, um, by the way. Uh, but, but if we can solve other problems, then it's a natural that we're gonna do the audit tax work. So for example, we have a new group technology advisory. So we have a group of CIOs So we're focused on what are the strategic technology initiatives that your business needs to be successful. Those are big issues. We've had the same issues. We had to solve them ourselves and we have. And we had through the use of really high quality people that can help us navigate those troubled waters. Uh, We see many opportunities in AI and BI and innovation, and we have an innovation committee now. So these are all what we consider to be tremendous opportunities in a world of dramatic change and this world of dramatic change, uh, it doesn't scare us. We, we're we excited about it. It's That is opportunity, it is opportunity for us as a firm, it's a opportunity for us, our people, to grow and navigate and to be, continue to be really successful. And that's kind of what gets you up in the morning and gets you excited. And if you don't have that kind of environment, eh, and it's, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I'm glad that doesn't exist here we're 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 never satisfied pats ourselves on the back i mean we're we're proud of what we've been able to accomplish very proud uh humbled by it all but um, never satisfied and i don't mean that in a bad way i mean in a really good way what can we do better
0: i think that's great i know our clients appreciate it i know the employees here appreciate it and um onward and upward thanks guys very much for your time today Thank thank you A lot of great information shared today. Thanks, guys. If anyone has any questions, please visit schgroup.com.